This is Let's Talk About Magnum P.I., the podcast from fans for fans of Magnum P.I. Hi, welcome to the new episode. It's the pre-season four episode, and we have Erica. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Always. Awesome. This time you meet Liz, too. Yeah, hi. Hi, Liz. Nice to finally meet you and not just hear your voice. (laughs) Nice to have you back on the show. Thank you, thank you. So, season four is starting filming soon. How awesome is that? So hype. So excited. Um, I think they're starting next week, I believe. Yes. I think I saw Wednesday of next week. Ooh, awesome. I'm just ready. I'm just ready for behind-the-scenes pictures. <laughs> I think we all are. I think we all are. I'm ready for the blessing. I love the blessing. It's always so much fun to see it. Yeah, that's yeah. a good tradition. I think they did that for 502, right? Yeah, they did. They did. It's like a Hawaiian thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they did it for something before 502. So, yeah, it's it's really an old tradition that they're keeping up and it's a you know it shows respect for the country for the people for their culture for sure that's super important yeah and it's a great way to get everyone to bond before you know as well as respecting the culture of hawaii it's great because it gives them a chance to see each other if they haven't seen each other for the hiatus i guess i mean i'm sure some of them have but it's nice for them to get together i mean usually for the first episodes of something there is uh, rehearsals. There is at least um, table reads. They fiddle out later, but first episodes are usually like, hey, we can make an effort. And then they don't have time for an effort anymore. But there might have been table reads or rehearsals already. Yeah, could yeah. be. We know that Zach is back in Hawaii, right? He's back. Yeah. And Steven, so- Steven is there because he lives there, right? Yeah. 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 And Amy, too. She's there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've got at least four of them already in Hawaii, which just leaves the two main characters, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I would assume that Purdy is probably already there, because if she's coming from the UK, then I think she probably has to quarantine for two weeks before um, I could be wrong about that. I'm not sure. If I have no idea how they do I don't, it. I don't know if they're still doing that if you're vaccinated. I think you yeah. don't have to quarantine. Don't, don't, I no. Think if um, you're, I think if you're American, you don't have to if you're vaccinated. Keep. Don't forget that Europeans are technically not allowed into the U.S. at the moment. Really? Really? I, We're still not allowed I, to come. <laughs> I can't keep up with all that. I, can't, I really can't. I mean, it hasn't changed since beginning so <laughs> we're still not allowed to come so really yeah Purdy m- must travel on a exception I have no idea what it's called but anyway must travel on an exception I have no idea what the rules on that one are yeah I think and, you can you can get into here for like work purposes so yeah but only for important work purposes because <laughs> she's doing important work yeah she is her work wouldn't work without her but I tried get a visa via my work because we have we have like a factory there and I 
would have had the opportunity to do my um what's it called manuals over there i'm not important enough tragic so tragic so tragic so tragic it's, tragic. it's a suck yeah, it's so sucks. Apparently, Biden's gonna announce whether or not we're allowed in again. But like, it's all Europeans, and then there's Spain, and there's an, uh, England, I think, that are currently high risk variant areas. So like, yeah, if he just says all Europe can't come in, then that's probably who's fucking it up for us again. I know the Canada border is still closed, which is frustrating because yeah. my my mom has family up there and stuff because she's from there, but um, and she hasn't seen them in a super long time, so it's frustrating. <laughs> it's so bad, it's so bad. I know um, a simmer has legitimately sued to have her fiance come back, uh, come to the U.S. because they finally want to get married, right? But uh, she yeah. had to pay a lot of money just to sue them to process his application. Bullshit, if you ask me. Oh, wow. It's not. It's like not, not like he's going to go there for two weeks. He's legitimately moving there. Just yeah. put him in quarantine for three weeks and be done with it. That's just, that's just ridiculous, I think. But Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, chances the are. The rules keep changing up here, too. Chances are either Cody's not there yet because she doesn't have to be there yet, or she's there yet and is quarantining, or she doesn't have to be there yet, but she's already there and quarantining because she's a really good person. We don't know. (laughs) I think she has to be back by the end of July, though, because we saw that post on Facebook where they're filming, like, a scene in an African village. I'm I'm assuming she's going to be in that, so... um, Yeah. Probably maybe maybe she'll get back next week or whatever. I don't. I really don't know. But jet lag, I assume, would be terrible on a flight. That <laughs> no, long. actually not. Actually not. Jet lag from Europe to uh, Hawaii is actually kind of nice because you just have to stay awake until you have to go to bed, and then it's usually smooth sailing from there. Going back is a pain. I bet it would be. It's going back is really pain. I've I've spent like two weeks completely destroyed after coming back from New York, and and going there, it just took me like a couple of hours to be like, can't go to bed yet, can't go to bed yet, can't go to bed yet, can't go to bed yet. Now I can go to bed. Fuck yes. Yeah, I've never been to Europe or experienced uh, jet lag in any type of form. So, yeah. Honest but... to God, going. We west is easier than going east. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. At least in my experience, some people might be different. Yeah. No, I'll take I'll I'll agree with that because I was living in Halifax for a bit, which is east of where I live now, and I would constantly come back, and it's like it's only an hour time difference, but it was always easier to come west. Yeah, yeah, it it almost fucks me up when I'm in England, because there's also the the time difference. And for me, it's, it's it is stupidly easy to go to England normally. It's cheaper to go to London than to go to Berlin from here, which is a shame, especially environmentally. But like, yeah, that that one hour time difference doesn't make much of a difference when you're there. 
it makes a lot of a difference when you're coming back because then your entire sense of time is fucked. It takes a couple of days to get it like back to normal too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd assume even Jane Endes, who's probably only coming from Los Angeles, has jet lag. It's still a couple of hours. Yeah, three hours, I think it is. Yeah, those can be the, the sneaky ones. You don't expect them to be painful, but they are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, we have the people on back on the island soon, and we have the potential of them mingling with the new guys, aka NCS Hawaii. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're... I'm sure they'll do a um, a crossover of some sort. I think they've already filmed, like NCIS NCIS Hawaii has already filmed like a good bit of like at least the early part of their season. So I think they're still on the first episode. No, I think they finished right because they they posted a bunch of promo pictures from the pilot. So no, I think they're at episode like two. I think they're filming probably like two or three right now because I think I saw something that they were looking for locations for four and five so I would say probably more yeah, like two, two or three that, yeah yeah yeah. I know they, I think they started in like May or earlier in the summer but not that much earlier it's it's still relatively early and given that you have to bring your a-game to the pilot pilots usually take a little longer than other episodes so that's why I was like end of the pilot Beginning of season episode two. At yeah, least. the pi- the pilot's very important. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's legitimately why usually shows bring their A game to it, or the the big guns of a director and stuff, or unless if if you if you're not going straight to series, um, <laughs> that's why I never trust pilots. Actually, there's shows <laughs> where the pilot is completely different from the entire show. That is true. That is true. So true. Never like some, Like, sometimes the pilot is amazing, and then you start watching yeah. the actual show, and it's like, the, the quality decline from the pilot to episode two is just, like, insane. The but, other way around works, too, where the pilot is really bad, but yeah. the show improves because... You know, they get feedback on the pilot relatively early on. When they are picked up to series, they're usually like, hey, so this didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work, and you change this now. So that's why there's a lot of differences between the first pilot and then the series itself. Just depends on who who gives them the feedback. Sometimes these people just don't have the same taste as us. And then we end up hating writers sometimes. (laughs) Uh, though yep, for me, yep. usually the writers have to do a little bit more than fuck up a pilot to season episode two um, transition. There's, there's, I guess it, personally, the time when I hate a writer, truly hate a writer, they have to, they have to be really, really bad at something. Either they have to fully queerbait people, like actually in your face, I'm not even hiding it, or they have to be some kind of really bad human being. In another part of that, that and it happens so often by now. It really does. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to see in the first episode? 
so many things. Oh my god. My wish was like age and a half. Oh, yeah, my, my wish list is just quite long. Yeah. Dan Chair, give us your wish list. <laughs> well, obviously, I want to see like a reunion. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to happen in the pilot, but I kind of think that it it will in some form. Whether that be like her coming back to Hawaii, or you know something happens in Africa, and you know Magnum and the guys have to go like help out over there, but I'm. I just want my reunion hug. Like, I mean, that happened a lot of times, actually, on Five O, where the people, where the team had to go somewhere and save Steve McGarrett's butt. So yeah, why break a working tradition, right? It wouldn't. It wouldn't (laughs) surprise me at all if if they end up going to Africa. I mean, they had to go to South America to save Magnum. So that would be cool to see. South America is still was clearly in Hawaii. Same thing is gonna happen to Africa. I know, cause they're sh- they're trying to shoot an African village in Oahu. That'll be interesting. But yeah. and they're having know- a hard time finding people to do it. I think. Yeah, no, I think they'll they'll find people. I think the bigger problem is selling Oahu's very <laughs> lush green. Tropical, tropical landscape. I mean, I've learned yesterday, which it baffles me still. I've learned yesterday that there's wallabies on Oahu, so they might get away with trying to pretend that it's Australia because there might be the odd wallaby in the background. But Africa? Mm. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but they're going to (laughs) try. Yes, maybe on the soundstage. Oh, yeah, maybe they could do the soundstage. I mean... But then again, you have to think, would they really set up an entire soundstage for, from what I can tell, it just seems to be one or two scenes. Green screen? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they might do green screen. Because, I I mean, I don't feel like they're going to do a ton of scenes in Africa. Mm-mm. So I think it might just be, like, a, in the first episode. I am so biased towards Kenya. I'm just like, show me Kenya. Kenya's awesome. <laughs> We'll see green green screen Kenya. I would love that. Honest to God, green screen actual pictures of Kenya in the background, I would love that because that would just give me this major throwback to my tiny time in Kenya. I miss it. Oh, you've been there. Cool. Yes. Yes. I had this amazing lodge that was like, you had full view to the Kilimanjaro and there was a water hole super close so you got woke in the middle of the night by lions hunting animals coming close one morning i woke up and i was like something's weird and then i look out of the window and there was an entire herd of buffaloes outside of the bungalow like i was surrounded by buffaloes or like water buffaloes and zebras and and ant- antelopes like it was amazing Scary too, but amazing because I couldn't leave the lodge for a little bit. That sounds cool, though. I, I wish I'd been in a place like that. I want to go on like an African safari. I've been three. Well, lucky you. Yeah, I've been you, like you've it, been it was, around, man. It was technically like one because I never stopped safariing for like a week. But I've been in like three national parks: Ambuzeli, Masai Mara, and Sabo West. 
Which doesn't say anything, so cool. but like they're awesome. There's the wildest stuff there. Though I didn't see a rhino, and I really wanted to see a rhino. I want to see an elephant in real life. Oh, they're they're awesome. I've seen a lot of them, and they're awesome. And one of them threatened us. With oh, wow. right, honest to God, with right, they had babies, and we were a little bit mm. close. Yeah, if they have babies, they'll get mad. Yeah, th- he wasn't mad. He didn't attack us, but he was just like, it was the bull, and he was just like, it's like back up. No, no, not yeah. even back up. Like, come closer, and I'll fuck you up. Yeah. He was fine with us just being where we were. Yeah, and and I I got I got fear struck into me by hippos because I finally saw them running and they're actually quite fast. Those are those are dangerous. Those are very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, they're scary. Even though they don't. For some reason, I can't see a hippo running. (laughs) Glad that you didn't. They can be. They can be fast if they want to be. He, they, to be fair, they ran from like a crocodile herd. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Running for their life. Yeah, I had one of the scariest experiences of my life in Kenya. Um, our car broke down on a safari, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you you can get out, and he's gonna fix it." And we were stuck in sand too, so he fixed the engine and then pulled us out of the sand, and then he's like. You should get back in the car. Everything's okay. Get back in the car. And we got back in the car. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, yep, yep. we just got out of a car next to a pride of lions. Behind a bush. <laughs> in retrospect, we had better ideas before. <laughs> but everything turned out fine. So I'm good. It's intense. Yeah. Kenya's awesome. Kenya is really, really awesome. I love it. So yeah, I yeah I'm excited like... to see them. I'm really curious fun. what they're gonna do with with how they're gonna portray it. If they're just having you know like a rundown village and we're building <sighs> what what's it called building wells and stuff, or if they'll actually like have portray the fact that these people actually at this point have like mobile phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it'll be more of like a rundown portion of Kenya because if we're doing it like we're sending Ethan to Doctors Without Borders, right? And I think he's supposed to be going to work in like a smaller African village. So I think that's more what we'll see. Um, and like on that note, I would love to see Higgy interacting with some of like like the younger you know children maybe in the village and like while Ethan's off doing surgeries and whatever she can sort of immerse herself in that like in the culture and stuff and you know see what like daily life is like that's one of my wishes is just to see uh, just to see Higgy like immerse herself in Kenyan culture it'd be really cool I've had kind of like a headcanon that like she's been doing some type of like secure like she's doing some type of security work there like either whether that's protecting like the hospital or something like i don't know i just kind of cooked that up in my mind like, that's, and then that she'll, sounds like, like... <laughs> run into 
and she'll run into like some type of trouble through that. I, I'm not really sure, but it just strikes me as something that she would do. Cause you know, yeah, yeah. I feel like her, she wouldn't just like sit around, you know, no. she'd no, need to be doing something. That's she like something doing... that really bothers me about some fan fiction out there. Like Higgins sitting around doing nothing and letting someone treat her like a housewife. Not that I think that Ethan would ever would. Cause I feel like he values Higgins independence, but like, Ah, pet peeve on my part. <laughs> you guys might like it. Pet peeve on my part. He can no, never, ever, no, ever yeah. let someone push her into the housewife category unless she wants it. Yeah, I think she's the type of person who, like, can't not be doing something for very long. <laughs> so, especially the, after... Yeah, that's why. Especially after everything she's been doing with Magnum, you know, with their job. Like... She can't go from that to just like doing nothing. So I mean, she couldn't yeah. even stay. And that's why I think she'll do MI6. something in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I said she be... couldn't even stay still after MI6 because that's when she got involved with Magnum. So that, that lady can't stay still. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see like the time jump of how much time has passed. If Whether there is it'll... a time jump. Yeah, I mean, I think mm. there'll at least be like a little one. I don't yeah, know if there's I, also I don't know if I don't know if they'll pick up right like where they left off. I feel like it's gonna be at least like a month or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean they at least made their way to Kenya, but it could just be like, hey, we just arrived and shit's already hitting the fan. Yeah, that's also a possibility. I think for sure shit's gonna hit the fan. Shit's definitely gonna hit the fan. I can feel it. I mean, how they have to get Higgins out of Kenya somehow, and there is no way that she leaves Kenya without some form of shit hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. So. And she also definitely doesn't spend the full six months in Kenya. I'm telling you that right now. No, no I don't, way. I don't see that either. Absolutely not. I think no. she would... Oh, the simple fact that she would miss everybody too much, honestly. I don't I don't know that she would be content being away from them that long. I think she's, but... I think she's very capable of finding something that fulfills her enough to you know, stay the six months. She, she as a person, is capable of finding that. The question is just, does the surrounding lend itself to doing this? And I, Higgins strikes me as the person who is able to go out and, you know, find herself the little tasks to help these people. Mm-hmm. The question is just something... I mean, we all know something's going to happen. Otherwise, there would yeah. be no point in showing us Kenya. And they could just, they could get away with not showing Higgins for an entire season if they write it well. So something's going to happen in Kenya in the early season. And shit's hitting the fan in some way or the other. And we're going to see Higgins, well, probably making her way back to Hawaii. Yeah, there's there's got to yeah. be some type of drama. So, And I think the writers said, I believe they said something like, we had to write the end of season three this way because we already had an idea of how we wanted to start season four. So in mm-hmm. order for like that to happen, we had to send her there. So I'll be interested to see what their plan is. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. we'll get some type of um, article or sneak peek in like TV guide or whatever about their plans for the upcoming season. Typically that comes out like end of July, early August. So yeah, once th- they've started filming and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, more beginning of August, I think, because they didn't have a lot of time filming. 
Not yet, no. So, yeah. Oh my god, this is awesome. This is so exciting. Sorry. What else do you want for um, season four? Young Higgy. I want yes. Higgins flashbacks. Yes. Flashbacks. I want little Higgy. I want, I want, okay, so this is what I want. I want young Higgy, like we're talking like five years old. I want the beginning of her days in MI6. I want to, yeah. like, I want to know what pushed her towards that. Um, and I also would love to see, and this will probably never happen because he's already been mentioned a thousand times. We've never seen it, but I want to see a flashback with Richard. Yes, like, I want to see a proper scene with her and Richard because I want to see what that was like. I would get so scared if I see if I see Richard. Because I'm legitimately scarred by shows like Grey's Anatomy. The moment someone turns up in flashbacks has a tendency to be the moment it turns out they're not dead. Unless they died on screen in previous <laughs> seasons. But, like, I would be so paranoid if I saw Richard in flashbacks because, like, oh, please don't bring him on. No, Let yeah. him stay dead. Don't put that scar on Higgy. She's that scarred be, enough. Yeah, that would be implausible, too. Because, I mean, didn't didn't she like didn't they have her like id his body or something i mean i know he washed up on a river somewhere but i mean did she ever id the body i don't think she ever did if they bring him back though i don't know i wouldn't like that real potential for it but i wouldn't want that either if he was washed up at a river on a river it takes approximately a couple of hours until Oh, talking's on. <laughs> it takes a couple of hours for a, for some hours up to a day for a, a water-lodged body to really blow it up and really start becoming unrecognizable, depending on the time between when he washed up and, yeah, even identifying him for a loved one would be odd. I just feel like, I don't know, like, them bringing him back, like, as in, like, he didn't die, I don't know, it would be kind Very of... Very Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I Keep wouldn't Keep that away that. from us, we want quality. Thank yeah, you. I wouldn't yeah. want that either. Not like I want to see a flashback with him, yeah, but I don't want like, him to come, like, to be yeah. alive. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I do want to see like I do want to see Young Piggy though, because we got Young Magnum, and he was so cute. And we were the supposed actor who to played see him. him was so cute. We were supposed to see her. We were supposed to see her in season three, but then they scrapped it. The writers tweeted they were like, "We had plans to have Young Higgy and they got rid of it. And I was like, "Why?" That was such a bad idea. And like they had talked about like talking about her family or something, or having somebody from her family come visit, and that never happened either. So. I don't know. Yeah, I don't what know. are they, are what are they, they doing? Chances are they just decided to postpone it for a season and be like, hey, maybe it's it. we have this huge storyline for Higgins in this season, so it makes more sense in that season. So in season four. Might be just everything they're like, ah, big storyline. Let's hit, put the impactful flashbacks and stuff into season four. Yeah, I do I want to so. see more of her backstory for sure. I think oh, everybody yes, does. Yeah. I mean, because she's such a think. mystery still. Yes. Yeah. After we know seasons. We know when Magnum's father was killed. Let's hope he stays dead. <laughs> we know when Magnum's mother died. Again, let's hope she stays dead. We know virtually nothing about Higgins' background except for the fact that her grandma had a plane and her mm-hmm. mom had dementia. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's much it. We know. Pretty much it. So. But yeah, I think everybody would like more backstory. Yeah. 
And yeah. flashbacks. Flashbacks mm-hmm. would be cool too. I mean, she's a main yeah. character. We know more about Rick's people and TZ's people than we know about Higgy. That's yeah. true. Not no, that I have a part- question for it because their 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 backgrounds are awesome, but still, give us more of Higgy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, apart and from I just want to see from- cute little blonde kid. I know. <laughs> they would find that they would find the cutest kid to play. Oh, yes. I know they would. Oh, yes, they would. So. <laughs> And they've been so successful with with Tiny Magnum. That kid was just freaking adorable. He was was really cute, yeah. He was adorable. Mm, I just want young Higgy. (laughs) Okay, we want young Higgy. Let's manifest this now. (laughs) It's going to happen. I feel it. I feel it. Eventually, If you're watching, please give it to us. (laughs) What if I... Oh my gosh, what if, like, something goes down in Kenya and, like, it's related to something that happened in Higgy's past and, like, in the middle of the night she could be having dreams about her past. Like, what if she's dreaming about something that happened to her as a kid? Like, and then she wakes up, like, flipping out. And then she could call Magnum in, like, the middle of the night and be like, I need my best friend. Yes. Yes. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. If If I could write if I could write, that's the fic I would write right there. <laughs> so if anybody wants to write it, I'm giving you <laughs> the prompt. Go for it. <laughs> the fact that you just probably gen- uh, gesticulated in the general direction of me was not lost on me, by the way. <laughs> well, both of you, both of you write great fics. So <laughs> I write, hey, I write, I write fics like rare, like when somebody, like people in my Twitter group chat were like, Erica, like, please write this. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do it. But before that, I hadn't written anything since the finale. So I don't know, for some reason, like, I write AUs. Like, I don't know, like, why I'm so, like, driven to write AUs, but like, I just am like I've written a couple fix of like them in like the Magnum universe like as we know it but I don't know for some reason I'm, I'm just like drawn to writing AUs it's weird I'm the complete opposite I don't do AUs at all no it's 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 definitely like it's a it take it's like it's not for everybody that's for sure but um yeah I, like I mean reading them but I don't like writing them yeah no, and I have to be motivated to write too. Like the the fic I posted last week, I wrote I wrote that in one sitting in like four hours. I love I just, it. It I was so that great. Out. Well, appreciate it. Um, yeah, but no, I I wrote it out like I think on like a Friday night, like last Friday night. I just sat there and I just wrote for four hours, and I was like, okay, here it is. Because if I don't do that, then nothing will ever get finished. So, yeah, I yeah. feel you on that. Finishing stuff is hard. Let me tell you, I, I wrote a book, and the editing stages of that book are painful. And just to procrastinate on that book, I wrote a Magnum fanfic of like 10,000, <laughs> 12,000 words. Yeah, that and, one you posted, that was that was long. Whew. Yeah, it's and good. this, trying, this one keep, keeps harassing me about the continuation, isn't she? Guilty! Because I love it so much. <laughs> Update, like, multi-chapters, multi-chapters are hard. Like, when I do oh, my, yeah. my multi-chapter, like, the pressure, like, not that other people put pressure on me to update, but, you like, I, ha- I put yourself, pressure yeah. on myself. I was like... Yeah. 
because I had initially I had promised to update it like every Monday. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, after the first five chapters, because I think when I first posted it, I had five chapters like already done. And then I yeah. posted them and I was only halfway done with season with uh, episode. Not episode, I can't speak with chapter <laughs> six. So, yeah, no. Then I started updating like every three weeks, but I finished it. Yeah, it just took it just took longer than anticipated, but oh well. Multi chapters are a pain in my butt because I still haven't learned that. I will never, I will never, I I will eventually finish them. Don't worry, but I have the tendency to not write multi chapters after I started publishing one of them. So I I need to learn the fact that either I finish something and then publish. Even if I publish them multi-chapters, or just fucking be prepared to let down people. Long ass one shots are the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They really yeah. are. I mean, yeah, I noticed. Apparently, I can hold my breath for like twelve thousand words on a long ass one shot. <laughs> that no, I mean, has no business being a one shot. Let's be real here. Yeah. I mean, no, it, was, it worked as a one shot. Totally, it did. It did. I mean, I kind of want to stick to one shots like for the future, for like the foreseeable future right now, because then I don't, especially once like college starts back up again, because I'm not going to have that much time to to write. So I don't want to have to like do a multi chapter in the middle of all my classes and student teaching and all that. So, yeah, but. Ironically, I always found it easier and more time writing back in college than I do now, because Oh, work is sucking the light of, life of, out of me, and then I'm trying to build my other career on the side, so yay. No time to do anything. Yeah. And I also, like, I beta read for, like, a good few people, so that takes away writing time, too, because I'm just, I'm editing. But it's fine, because yeah. I, I actually enjoy editing people's stuff, but... My, yeah. my fix are usually not better at at all. Which is probably why there's still mistakes in there, because English is not my first language, and then I get cocky. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, your your writing is really good, though. I mean, there's, like, some people who, you know, they really don't, they don't, like, they're just not sure of, like, English grammar rules and writing stuff, so I'll just, like, go through and just Yeah, but to be fair, I, I don't have an excuse to be to not have the basics down in English, because um, as much as German is my first language, I learned English when I was like 10. Well, you speak very good English, so. Yeah. I was going to say. It, I mean, I would never know that you weren't a native speaker, honestly. Oh, there's down. been so many funny stories about that. Um, I was at a convention once, and I'm friends with a manager um, of a few actors and for like the longest time he thought i was from new york really because apparently back my my accent changes sometimes depending on who what people i hang around so if i spend like several weeks with my friends in london then hmm, you sound british i sound a little bit more like higgy (laughs) (laughs) and there's still words that that just sound like that naturally for me but yeah, I, I had, like, this cluster of fuck, nobody can place it kind of 
accent back then. And he was convinced that's because I lived in New York or came from New York. And so he was eventually, after like two, two or three years of knowing him, he was like, it's so good to spend time with someone from my hometown. You come you from Germany? Like, no, you no, don't sound like, like you don't you. sound like a New Yorker at all. No, no, no. I was yeah. gonna say, no, you don't. <laughs> but he was convinced for some reason that this is the case. And I'm like, you want to see my ID? I, I was legitimately born here. <laughs> There's like a very faint, faint, faint drop of English blood in me, and that's it. More the Celtic Viking ancestry i mean i can definitely tell you're european but i don't think i'd be able to place you as like german german yeah i couldn't for the longest time yeah (laughs) no you you sound european but it just i don't it's not it's a accent it's it's legitimately because of where i learn words from see i've i've lived in the southeast u.s my whole life um, but my parents aren't from here, so I don't really have an accent. But a lot of my friends are, like, very Southern, and they sound very Southern. So, like, when I hang out with them or if I'm around them a lot, like, I'll start sounding Southern. So <laughs> yeah. it, def- it definitely depends on who you're, like, around and hanging yeah, out with. Yeah, it happens to me in German, yeah. actually. Um, there's it, where I live, where I was born, it has a very strong accent. My, but my dad was born in northern northeastern Germany you know the occupied areas of Germany so he has a completely different accent so I grew up having like the general this generic German non-existent accent like textbook German and people down here pride themselves that this is the only kind of German they don't speak so whenever I meet someone, I use the textbook German accent instead of, you know, my local accent. And people are like, oh, where do you originally come from? Are you Russian? I'm like, what? Because <laughs> apparently I'm, I sound Russian sometimes when I speak German. I'm like, I'm getting a, an identity crisis. Huh. I was speaking French once and... Um, because like where I'm from it's like half English half French and I was speaking French and um and then I switched to English like because I was talking to somebody else like it was like we're having like a a three-person conversation so I was speaking in English and the per like the other person who was French was like wow like your English is very good where did you learn your English I was like um I'm English like I'm born and raised here but I'm anglophone not francophone <laughs> like I'm like yes I speak French 100% but I'm anglophone they're like your English is so good I'm like why wouldn't it be <laughs> yeah yeah That's funny. yeah this is I'm like it's my native language is English <laughs> very oh, Canadian man. English Speaking of languages, can we please have people speak more Hawaiian on season four? Yeah. Because yeah, that language so, and is speaking so Russian. Freaking... Yes, please. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, we know she speaks a bunch of languages, so <laughs> it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see some other ones. Yeah. Doesn't, Mag- doesn't Magnum speak a few too? 
Uh, he speaks... Whatever that Arabic language sp- was. I know we know... Yeah, he, I was he speaks that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they... Didn't they say he was the best at speaking Pashtu. it? Or am I thinking of a... Yeah, pick? no. It thinking- might be Pashtu. I think he... I think, I think that sounds right. Yeah. That is... That's the language. I, I, I might be mistaking it with McGarrett, but, like, one of them speaks Pashtu. No, I think that's Magnum. I think you're right. Because in the flashbacks, when, when they showed them in Afghanistan, like, they showed him speaking it a bunch, so... Oh, right, yeah. I yeah. That. From the flashbacks <laughs> with yeah. Muzo and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love these flashbacks. And we know and the show we... can do it, because they've done it before, and they've done it well, so... And we know Higgy can speak Russian for sure because of what Hannah said about her infiltrating the Russian police. Oh, of so course, we yeah. definitely can assume she speaks Russian. Fairly um, accent free. Assuming, yeah, based on what Hannah said. So I'd love to see that. I'd love to see her, like, I'd love to see them use the different languages that they can all speak. Yeah, definitely. Mm, Spanish for Magnum, please. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. yes. Yes. I would love to hear it be so good. Yeah, I think I think And because Jay can actually speak Spanish in like in real life, so it would actually be very authentic if he did speak Spanish in the show as Magnum. Yeah, I would really like that. Yeah. Bring it was good. That's languages. why it was good when his uh, uncle came on the show because yeah. it was like it was like a good like a little detour of like culture and you know where he comes from and you know, talking about his uncle's um, uncle's farm and stuff like that. That was cool. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I hope. Speaking I really of, love- I want him back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody, everybody loves Bernardo. Bernardo was so cute, and I kind of like. I also, this is a season four wish. I also want them to like go to his wedding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or I think that was your idea, uh, Liz. Or decide, hey, our our you know nephew lives on a very wedding estate Can kind of have thing. Have the wedding in this, Hawaii, like, predestined island where everybody and their cow wants to get married. Hey, Thomas, how about your hostess? Thank ya. If they get if and they get married on, in Hawaii, uh, that's cool too. I just I just want like. Every every show has like a good wedding scene, and I want like a, maybe a dance scene at the wedding. <laughs> perhaps I want Miggy to perhaps. dance. I want Miggy to dance at the wedding. And we know that Bernardo really likes her, so you know, <laughs> and likes mm-hmm. them together. Exactly. I was gonna say, and wants them together. Yeah. yeah, he's. That's why I loved him because he was calling Magnum out on like denying his feelings. <laughs> he was like. And it was like, we're just friends. And Bernardo was like, that's how it starts. Yeah, nobody believes his denial anymore, which is beautiful. No, because except for him. It. I think yeah, he's he, the only one who actually still believes it. I Higgy, really, even though Higgy doesn't really know. Yeah, Higgy's, Higgy is, is, both Higgy is romantically unoccupied uh, at the moment. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's not, I don't, I really don't want her to emotionally cheat. No, I don't want her to emotionally cheat either. It's just me neither. I'm, I'm I'm ready for that chapter to like be closed. I am I mean, so selfish. I don't want it closed because I love Jay Ali. 
Well, I mean, I get, I mean, I have nothing against him. Obviously, he's you know a really funny guy, and he's very nice to everybody on Twitter. It's just like I'm like hardcore Miggy, so as you guys know. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I think I'm not sure how they're gonna break them up, but I mean, I really don't know how they're gonna do it. But I don't know. Maybe some, maybe something related to what happens in Africa, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I really don't. I really don't see him staying for the rest of season four. I just don't see it. Like I don't. I don't really know where else they have to go with that storyline. Like because they've. I don't know. Oh, these kinds of these kinds of storyline can just you know slowly. It's just stay dra- it's just and not be mentioned. At this point. It's not. It's not. It's to, awesome. To me, to me, it is. I just, I don't, I don't get anything from it. But that's because I like, I ship Miggy super hard. I, I, I personally yeah. just see the potential for Juliet in this because we've seen her from from being this close. I'm so sorry. There's once again a little bit of food from my hedgehog on my wall trying to escape, and I'm so annoyed because hedgehog lives there. Food on the wall is here. Get over there and get in his mouth, please. <sighs> so yeah, um, we've seen we've seen her from being really closed off, traumatized by what happened to Richard, and we we're starting to see who she was, who she can be, and I think the longer this takes, and the more naturally it fizzles out, the more ready she will be to get into something else. I feel like if at this point, if they fuck it up, and I kind of see that happening um he will have a certain amount of being still closed off and not available for the miggy ship to happen yeah i mean i don't i certainly don't want anything like traumatic to happen to him because you know that would just that would shut her down again and we don't want that yeah so i mean you know i just i don't really you know I don't really care how they do it, but I don't want her to have to go through any trauma in the process. So. Honestly, I, like, I'm a huge JLE fan. I love him. I think he's wonderful. And again, yes. like what we were saying, I'm I'm happy that Higgy is happy. But I also agree with what you're saying, Erica, about like, you know, it it might eventually come to like an, an ending. Oh, right? it because will. No doubt. I, Just I get what you're saying season. too, like, how much further can they really go? Again, I, I, you know, I, sh- I'm, I ship Miggy a hundred percent, but I'm also very happy with Higgy being happy with Ethan. Um, but I, I, and I do see the breakup happening. The thing that I need to see is I need to see a proper breakup, not just, you know, Oh, you know, we broke up. And yes. the way I see it happening is I sort of see it for whatever reason, because, again, we have absolutely no idea how it's going to happen. I see it being more of like a Higgy initiating the breakup, because if it like like his that will make her a little bit sad, obviously, because she does. Obviously, it's never easy to break up with somebody, but it might also stop the crazy amount of pain that could be caused to Higgy and the closed offness that could potentially come with a breakup if it were to be initiated by Ethan. That's not to say that it might not happen, like that it might not be Ethan who breaks up with her. Cause again, we have absolutely no idea. But the way I see it happening, 
I see Higgy breaking up with him. And it could be traumatic. You're right. I, I agree with you, Liz. I think she needs to be the one to end it. Like, I think she needs to, like, realize that, yeah, he's, like, great, but he's not, he's not, you know, the one for her. He's not Magnum? No, he's not Magnum, and he <laughs> never will be. Um, Because, I mean, we all know how close, like, her bond with Magnum is. Like, she's, he's, he's her best friend, and, you know, she shares stuff with him that she doesn't really share with anybody else. So, you know, and I think, you know, when she asked him, when she, like, when she was talking about leaving, she was looking for, like, affirmation from him that, like, it was okay to go. Because she, like, values his opinion so much. I don't but, think she was looking for affirmations from him to to leave. I think she was looking for affirmations from him to stay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think she was just kind of, she just wanted to, like, talk about it with him before she made a decision. I think because she just values, like, his opinion so much. But, because... At the beginning of the season. And she was thinking season, of his feelings. Yeah, exactly. Because I think part of her felt bad about leaving Magnum because of, you know, their partnership. And like she said, everything that he had done for her to, like, get her to stay in Hawaii. So. He's also a giant man-child in her eyes still to a certain extent. So, like, he needs someone to babysit him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah, he can be. Okay, but I'm, honestly, I need to mention something that I would really love to see. It's unrealistic. It's not going to happen. We're on CBS. I can forget about it. But hey, we're in the 21st century. Just start a polyamorous relationship. You get two great guys. Why pick? They, they would never do that. <laughs> they would never do it. Exactly. It's CBS. <laughs> but still, I'm here. Like, please? I mean, that's not my thing. Like, I wouldn't enjoy that, but, like, I know some people would. But, um, yeah, but no, I don't, I don't see that happening on the show. Can we also think about, like... CBS? Yeah, no. Definitely not with CBS. Can we also think that one of my wishes is for... Higgy when she's in Kenya to like get some sort of alert on her phone about like the lads chasing Magnum or something <laughs> and then and then like she just like calls him and she, she's like what are you doing and he's like how do you know like it'd be really funny if you like seriously Higgy like checking in on me when you're across the world yeah. I would love to see that, that like awesome, her just, yeah. like the that banter really from cool. across the world I could, so I could, I can totally see that happening. Like, he would be like, "How do you even know what's going on?" She's like, "I still, I could still see. Like, I still know. I yeah, may be thousands, I may be thousands of miles away, but I still know." The question I is, would just, love it. how, how, how would that technically work? Cameras. Like, so she just che- randomly checks in on the cameras and is like a god. Motion They're sensors at it again. I Probably. Don't know. Motion. I mean, <laughs> That, that place this is, is like Fort Knox. This has they to got, be Magnum running away. They got cameras everywhere up in that estate. Yeah, we know they do because she's constantly checking her phone. Like, and yeah, like you can see that they bought all the camera feeds, and she does have them on her phone. So it's kind of like totally realistic that she would check it <laughs> to check in on the estate. Time zones. She would be sleeping when he's awake, and vice versa. So, eh. She would Definitely really have to be bored in the middle of the night or have woken up from a nightmare. I can mm-hmm. see I can see a midnight call or 
Something. Oh yeah, I can, definitely, definitely. I can see that. I can see. I that. can totally see Magnum completely flunking the time zone and being like, "Hey, how are you doing, Kenya? It's two a.m. So how are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah, can that's... you do some research for me? <laughs> yeah. I so need you to run. A, I need you to run a background check for me, please. I can. I can totally it's see that. Two in the morning. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Totally see that happening. Okay. The one thing, one thing that I don't want to see is I don't want to see like on that note of like, like the whole calling. Like I don't want to see Magnum like depressed because he hasn't spoken to Higgy. Like I don't want to have him say like, "Oh, it's been you know a month and I haven't heard a single word from Higgy." You know, like I get she's busy, yada yada. Like I don't want that. Oh, no, she yeah. texts Savvy, she would at least write emails or text Exactly. Him. Exactly. There has to be, like, if there's zero communication, I will be very unhappy. As long yeah. as they're somewhat communicating, even if it's by text, like, I don't care. Yeah. As long as they're, like, talking yeah. for, like, somehow, I'm good with that. Yeah, they've got to they've got to communicate somehow. I I don't yeah. see I don't see either one of them going that long without speaking in any mm-hmm. in any sort of way. So, yeah. Yeah. Going really away from um Kenya and into the Miggy department cuz Miggy shipper myself. I just want it all. <laughs> Multi shipper. As you know, I ship everything on this end. Um I really want Magnum Hood. I really want Magnum to be in the hospital again, and I really want to see, visibly see the difference from how Higgy reacted in season one to how she reacts in season four, which has to be like this progress. Like, I'm much more worried now than I was before oh, because yeah. before you didn't mean this much to me. Yeah. And so that would be awesome. Also, be the thing that breaks someone's denial, whether it's hers or his. I don't care. Just give it to me. No, I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like if he was about to die in a hospital, like she would like go crazy and oh, she'd be yeah. like she'd be like crying and stuff like like she would probably mm-hmm. act like we've never seen her. Act oh, before. she she might actually so, rage hard. Yeah. Well, thinking, we know we know how protective she is. When she's worried about him, we know how protective she is. All we have to do is think back to, um, I think it's 203, when nights last forever when they take him from the estate when, like, the mercenaries oh, yeah. come. And they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. interrogating the guy, and she's got the gun, and she's like, you better pray my friend's alive. And that's, like, yeah, to her, I guess, like, very minimal magnum danger. So imagine if he's legitimately, like, very oh, yeah, hurt. She- she goes crazy. That might also it. be into go into the, you know, how do we break up Julian? Imagine mm-hmm. he's back, he's in the hospital, and he witnesses this her his girlfriend raging out like a mad woman over someone else. I think I th- yeah, that'd be good to see. I think Ethan is starting to get like a little bit of an idea of how much that he actually means to her because in the finale the scene in the hospital where they were talking like he's like it's because of magnum isn't it like he he made that 
he made that comment like he, he definitely is. knows like he has he's known since idea. the hurricane episode he, he's known from the beginning that he's he's known friend. since the hurricane episode he even said it like when they were out in the rain he was like yeah. i get it you know like yeah your relationship like that you know your partnership with juliet that comes first you he's know and he's like level with me come on he's completely with them in terms of he doesn't see them being a thing like they don't see each other being a thing but he knows that they're each other's you know best friends i think i think he's starting to think though that like there may be like something else like because i i we've not seen any evidence of that no, but like in the finale with that comment about Magnum, like I I think that was a little nah. That's how I, I, I that's how I took For it, me that was but. no evidence of that because we we've had it established from the beginning that he knows that they're this and there's no way he didn't mention this whole cone of silence thing like I fucked up. I shouldn't have told you. And then and then didn't Jay tweet after the finale about like the handshake or whatever that was that was a cryptic tweet about like he's either into me or he's mad about something (laughs) so i think we know which one that it is but oh don't forget one thing jle is very talented in you know riling up mad higgy miggy fans like he this guy I if, think if you haven't seen fun. these rage people, he knows how to handle them. So I, I take these comments with A, he's punny, and B, he knows how to handle these people, which is mostly jokes, being funny, not taking them seriously, and certainly not taking himself seriously. I'm just thinking yeah. of that picture that he posted with the, the um, with her... <laughs> Uh, and the other J at the end of the season. The Wait, other J. You mean the main J, technically? <laughs> yeah, the you main I mean. J. <laughs> and he wrote, "Wait, let me find it. Let me find it." I mean, uh, I'm still is. gonna say something. It really is interesting to me that they cast a guy that looks so similar to Mag- Magnum. That's and on purpose. Also a J. That's on yeah, purpose. That's on purpose. You can't, that there's not to totally... J Pod. There's totally not the a correlation, but we know that she has a type, okay? This woman nope. Nobody type. can say that she doesn't have a type, so... No, she definitely does. Richard! But, yeah. I'm going with mm. the Richard thing. She might have a new type. I yeah, think but she it, had a even, different remember, type. Remember that guy that she went on that one date with in season one? That baseball player? Oh, the baseball yeah. player. He, yeah, he even kind of looks... He oh. even kind of looks similar. Like sort a very, of. very puppy version of, of them. He's yeah. young. He is young, but like they all they all have like the dark hair, like the darker like even Richard. Like, yeah. So yeah. the like I think I think she has a type. I think I mean that but yeah, one picture we saw of Richard. Yeah. The the caption that, that JLE posted, um, He's like, that's a wrap on season three. Thank you, Magnum PI, CBS, and CBS TV for letting me part of this incredible show with the most incredible people. And Hawaii, you're amazing. And then this is the part that he, like, riled everybody up with. He's like, the question is now, who does Higgins ride <laughs> off into the sunset with? And then this he put the, like, I mean. face with the, like, oh, God. This yeah. is what I mean. This guy he, knows he exactly to how to play the fandom. 
He knows. He, he knows. He knows what he's doing with those yeah, comments. Yeah. Yeah. So comments. He for sure does. A. He doesn't take himself seriously, which is you know a talent, and I love that about him. And B. He knows that he has to make it light because some of these fans were super intense at the end, and I was. Ugh, I wanted I just, to take some Twitter privileges from people. I just took a break from Twitter because, like, I was I was upset after the finale. Um, I was just I just, I cried. Like, not gonna lie, I actually cried. Um, yeah. So I just decided to just take a break for like a week because I just needed a breather. But you know, I'm I would never like mean tweet at people over that. Like, no, I was just like. I was upset, but that was like my own reaction, this and I wasn't is, gonna rage. On this people, is the appropriate but... reaction, by the way. If you're pissed yeah. about how a show is, cry it out, take a time off of social media, go to your friends and rage at them. But never, ever, ever, and this is happening in the Loki fandom right now. Never, ever, ever go and threaten or mean tweet no. or hate comment. Yeah. A, and it's not other fans and be at the actors. They're no, just being yeah. paid for this. It's wrong. I mean, I, I fully realize that for, for these people, like, the show is a job. And they're yeah. just doing their job. So, like, I have nothing mm-hmm. I have nothing against any of the actors or anything like that. I think yeah. people who do, it's just, it's just not good. But, I mean, I can, I can be mad about, like, the story or like the characters but like i would never be mad at like the actors you know and again if you're mad about the story there's also always this layer of how do you phrase something are you just being like Mm -hmm. by the way writers you suck for fucking up that white when storyline it it was handled badly but it's like Okay, um it's about how you say it. It's about how you yeah, know, you could have done it better, I think. I yeah, personally I mean, think. I, I and think here's everybody the thing. everybody agrees that that was done poorly. It's just Yeah, it's um, just the way of how you say it, how yeah, you phrase it. Sometimes sure. it's sometimes you just have to go like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. And here's the thing yeah. though. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Right? Everyone's entitled to whether or not they like the storyline, yada, yada. But again, there's always a respectful way yeah. to discuss things. Right? Because we can all, we can disagree, you know? Like, we can, you know, like, you might be like, oh, my God, I love, love, love Ethan. And I might be like, no, you know, I, I don't love Ethan. But, like, I'm never going to be like, oh, you're so stupid for hating Ethan. Like, there's a way to have I'll that discussion. Now. Yeah. Exactly. Every, everybody's... Like, there's, there's a way to have a discussion about it. And also, it's like, at the end of the day... It's just a show. Like, yes, it's a show yeah. we all love, but in the re- like in the grand scheme of things, it's a show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Th- it's definitely like about respecting other people's opinions. I mean, yeah, because I see people. I mean, I see people on Twitter like saying something like I don't agree with, but I just don't engage. Like, I just won't respond mm-hmm. or anything. I have I have better things to do than. That is the, the best internet. way to react to so, this. I've um, been so guilty of reacting to stuff like that, and I. I, I learned from that mistake in, in previous fandoms that I was, as you by now probably know, I was in the, the 100 fandom when shit hit the fan there. Uh, sometimes you just have to count your losses and shut up. Even if you if you feel like the other people are being toxic, toxic sometimes just reacting just adds fuel to the fire and we don't want that. As much mm-hmm. as I hate it, as much as it's against my nature, but don't feed the trolls, people. Just don't feed them. 
And don't forget, it also makes the show look bad. Like, if everyone's tweeting about oh, yes. how bad something was, it makes the show look bad. It makes people not want to watch it, and then the ratings go down, and then it gets canceled. Yeah. And then it's imagine, like, now look what we've done. Imagine, like, you didn't like the episode. Imagine you didn't like the episode. What do you do? Do you go, hey, this episode sucked, and you suck for this, and this storyline really sucks, and you, your quality went down? Or do you go, like... I prefer the other episode. Maybe the next episode is better. Because shows have episodes that don't that you don't like. It doesn't make them bad. But you know, you you can voice that you didn't like it. You just can't be, mm-hmm. you know, mean about it. There's a respectful way to do it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and honest to God, there's so many writers out there. If you go, oh, I didn't like this because of this, 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 and you list legitimate reasons some you you can actually tell in some seasons that they actually took to what you say so you know you can say what you think just be nice be legitimate about it i didn't like it because i didn't like it oh i didn't like it because the white wan thing was never clarified pretty sure that mistake won't happen again on mac mpi no, that, that was a pretty big screw-up on their part. It was because a lot of people, and people still, like, I still see people commenting about it that they don't mm-hmm. know how it ended. They're like, what happened to the white van? I mean, you know as a writer that you've made a mistake when you have to, like, tweet about the how a storyline was resolved instead of tweet viewers... So at, instead of Instead of viewers actually, like, watching how the storyline unfolds, like, on screen. Like, mm-hmm. I think... If they they realize that they messed up there, and I I mean I when episode nine came out, I think you know I was personally like, and I know a bunch of my like Twitter group chat people, we were all like, what was that? Like they didn't even <laughs> use the white van. They didn't even like they weren't even driving the white. Like I don't know how they expected people to connect the dots with that, especially like casual viewers. Yeah, like, they, they violated the rule of show, don't tell. They tried to tell by Magnum legitimately telling that it could be the white white one. But A, it was never confirmed. And B, why just not have that guy drive that car? It would have been so easy yeah. for them to do it would have It would have been would've... so easy. I don't know. I don't, it's they, just such they, an they, easy they, thing they to do. They screwed up with that. They really screwed up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, going Going on that from a wish for season four, going on the white fan, I need, and I know it will never happen because we just have it, we just had it, but I need another Higgins kidnapping, <laughs> but a proper one, please. A proper one, yes. Because my thing was, like, leading up to the episode, I, my my thought process leading up to, to episode nine was, okay, we know what happens, we know she gets kidnapped, but how? Like, how did they get the jump on her? How did they, like, all of this is like, I need, I, like, to me, I needed to see it, you yeah. know? Like, it was kind I, of, like, I was very disappointed when we started with just the horse coming back and it was yeah. like, oh, Higgins got kidnapped. It's like, well, I wanted to see that. What happened, you know? It so felt, if we're going to do it again, kind of, do it. Yeah. It felt kind of half assed, honestly. It was, in, it in was. many ways, like, it was. They were just like, oh, she's been taken. And then, um, we're just going to show her in this random house and then we're going to show her in the trunk. And, and I just, I don't know. It felt, it felt incomplete and I feel mm-hmm. like they could have done more with it. 
Um, yeah. You know, they, they could have upped the stakes with it more. Um, it just, you know, good, good idea with the whole kidnapping thing, but um, mm-hmm. the delivery could have been much better. So yeah, and also had... I found there was a disconnect. One, <laughs> there was a disconnect I found between the emotion that Magnum and Higgins had at the very end, like with oh, the yes. hug and also the slow motion, than what we saw. Like personally, to me, it was not like slow motion, crazy. I thought you were gonna die. Hug, um, like emotional. And I, I mean, feel we're like not complaining we were about getting the hug. No, the no, hug. No, was, not at all. The hug was like I my. Love the hug. The hug was like I. I can't tell you how many times I've watched it because I. 50, I lost 000. count. Probably somewhere near there, but um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it would have been better if she was at least gone like overnight. Like, oh yeah, that, that would have that would have upped the stakes like considerably, right? So I mean, yeah. and also and I said like the stakes didn't feel high enough for the hug, even though I no. loved it. It just, no, the, the emotion wasn't yeah. there for me. You're right with the disconnect. The stakes might have felt this high for Magnum, but we never felt them being high because exactly. we knew she was fine. We knew she was in the position to escape. That, so that guy's not really good. Yeah. They there both just, managed to escape. Yeah. <laughs> so there, was just, there was just a lot of errors made in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In mm-hmm. regards to with the van and the whole kidnapping plot, there was a lot of errors. Going back, um, yeah. we saw Magnum get kidnapped in season two. We saw Higgy get kidnapped in season three. How about Rick RTC this time? Have Magnum and Higgy actually worked together on getting their friends back? Yeah, that would be good. I'd love that too. Mm-hmm. Teamwork, like kind of how they did in like 215 when like kumu was taken by that guy and they mm. were all working together to like find her i really like that yeah I like the whole the stakes please. yeah 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 i liked i liked how and that's also there. the episode where abby broke up with magnum isn't it no 215 Abby, Abby was gone earlier in the season <laughs> yeah she oh, was the, the guy one. in the car and not the writer Oh, I'm thinking yeah. she was taken twice oh, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. thinking yeah, I'm thinking of when uh she was taken by that guy like with in the car, the yeah. gun in the house and like that's the episode with like Miggy on the horse. I also like yeah. that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Who didn't? Yeah. That was great. That was, that was, that was perfect. Perfect. I want yeah. more Miggy relationship development in general. Oh, yeah. Like, we have seen it. We've seen it every single season. Like, their relationship has developed. You know, they went from, like, you know, basically just tolerating each other to, like, working together. Then at the end of season three, you know, you're my best friend. So I'd like to see that trend continue in season and four. At least what you say, the natural transition is for one of them now to be aware of the fact that, eh, there's a little bit more shit which is then the moment where i would be like hey keep julian alive so the other person has to be forced to not act on what they're slowly realizing as in magnum is forced to not act on it and he feels like the one who's the first to realize that he might have a little problem there i just feel so bad for him his puppy face (laughs) it's all in the puppy face 
I think it's more realistic that Magnum will realize his feelings first because I think he sort of already is starting to very, very, very oh, little yes. bit. Yeah. But I would love I would love to see it be Higgy who kind of realizes first that she has feelings. Or we realize that she realizes it outwardly, like admits it to herself. I think we all saw... <laughs> I'm sorry. Eating your own hair is not nice. We all saw <laughs> that Magnum... Oh, well, it's not my own hair. <laughs> we all saw the look in Magnum's face when they left and everybody oh, was yeah. talking around him and he didn't register any of it. Like, no, he just... He looked, he looked like he had the wind kicked out of him, honestly. And then what? she gave... He she, he looked like he had like the wind kicked yeah. out of him. Yeah. Like he just yeah. he just looked so sad. He was just like kind of like frozen, like moving kind of slow. And then yeah. like we then we see like Higgy Punch like look cut. back at the car. Like when she was standing by the car, she like looked back for mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh man, that scene it killed yeah. me. But well, also me. this is where the this is where the time jump could really work against Miggy. Like for him against me, it depends on your position. He might be able to be like, "Hey, I don't, I this is nothing. I'm fine. This is nothing." And then they drag it out for like another half season or longer. But uh, like the logical conclusion burn. is for them, for one of them to be now. Oh shit! I have a problem. I might be into the other person. I think they're finally going to throw us a bone, especially with the writers having recently retweeted some Miggy edits and or pictures on Twitter. We've I seen we've seen them do yeah. that. I think they they know that they got to throw us something because um, it's just yeah. been like so long. Um, I'm yeah. throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there. My prediction. Okay, my prediction. Whether Your prediction. Or not I'm right or wrong. This is this we're is my prediction. Yeah, is that the end of season four, there will be Miggy Cannon in some form. Like, I'm not, I'm not talking like, it might, I mean, it could be, but like, I'm not talking like a full on like Miggy kiss or anything. But I mean, I would love if that did happen. But I'm maybe just them admitting their feelings like, and that's how the season ends. Boom. It could but be. It could be just one of them admitting their I feelings to their friends. That that's Miggy Cannon in in the forum too. Yeah. So I'm calling Miggy Cannon in the S4 finale or right now. I'm calling it. You're calling it. I need it. it. I need it. I I'm really just it. being the paranoid Dumbo that I am. I really um. I'm really with Jay Hernandez that I really hope that the moment that there's not going to be a kiss because I know two things can happen then. One, we're about not going to be a, a kiss between them and not their aliases because they can serve as a kiss without Miggy actually kissing. Thank you, please. Because um, that, you know, give us a kiss even with if it's just an undercover thing. That that enables the fan artist to just run with it. Thank you. Um, yeah, I just yeah. need something. Yeah, but like something. I, I yeah. feel like the moment the kiss is happening, two things can happen. And my paranoid brain will run with it. Either it's the last season, season five is, is then the last season, and they know it, and they'll write that, like Jay Hernandez said, or 
we're gonna go Grey's Anatomy style, and there's gonna be a breakup, and then get back get back together again, and nobody wants that. No, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So to I mean, Miggy's together, stay together. Yeah. No, once they're together, I think that they'll stay together. I mean, I don't like it when people, when like actors and writers, like use that excuse, like, oh, like if they get together, like it's gonna kill the show. I mean, that that has happened in some instances. Like I've seen it. But there's also been shows where they've done it, like, really well. And I think that they, I mean, I think them just saying that if they get together, it'll kill the show, that's just, like, lazy writing. Yeah. Like, I mean, because there's definitely a way that they could make it work without it killing the show. I really don't want, once they're together, I really don't want that much to change between them. I mean, there's really no reason for, like, their demeanor and everything to change like i still want them to have the bantering i still want like i still want that aspect of their relationship but you know just like the knowledge that they're like together is like enough for me but like i definitely think there's a way that they could write it without like completely messing up the show saying that they couldn't is just lazy here's the thing uh it's not lazy it's something that's been proven in in previous shows where a lot of shows just fail because they've taken out this will they won't they element and losing this element is so risky it works in some instances but might not work in other instances and it's not necessarily about the quality of the writing it's more about what happens they have to replace this this missing element of the show in some way and it might you know it might might go one way or another so i'm like it might not be lazy writing. It might just them being like, we don't want to fuck it up. I mean, because they I can saw... write as well as they want, but if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if if the audience doesn't respond to it, then they really are in a pickle and they can't get out of this this easily because the season's already written and suddenly the audience is jumping ship. No, they definitely have to plan it out right and do it right. I mean, I've seen on Blue Bloods, um, when the couple on there got together, it had been six years and everybody was dying for it. But after they got together, like the writing for them just completely went downhill. And it was really tragic to see because like before they had gotten together, like it was amazing, but they really didn't do it well after they got together. So, I mean, I definitely know the fear about, um, like getting people together like that I know it's been done poorly a lot I mean I've seen it but I mean I just think if they they need to plan it and they really need to like take their time to think about it they need to have something else because because yeah these this will be will they won't the element in Magnum is so essential to a lot to a large part of the fandom right now it does carry they a good need, part of the show. Exactly. So. They need to replace this with something. And until they don't have something that carries this interest, they can't risk it. Because they need they need this element that they can replace it with. Yeah, and they need one that's true. not boring. And they certainly don't need, again, here's my thing, they certainly don't need the soap opera approach where they, oh, they break up and they get back together again. Oh, oh there's another guy that they could threaten them oh they might lose their child and someone dies and they break up again and they get please not that one (laughs) yeah no nobody enjoys that and it's it's cheesy so 
It happens though. If 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 they get together mm-hmm. and then they they might replace that element with the drama element, and no, just don't. Oh yeah, no. But there's also, yeah, and, I, don't and want that. I agree, those shows where it just works, and and nine one one is a great example for it. The the couple that a lot of people have been rooting for are together now, and they're growing together. And they're still having a great storyline. And yeah, it works. It's just you have to find the moment where you can take the risk and run with it. And it's not necessarily basic right. writing. It's just this. We have to be clever about it. So this is what, like, like I said, it's my fear. But I know there's ways to do it. It's still going to be my fear, that fear though. As yeah. Usual. If they're going to do it, they got to do it right. Yeah. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And they're going to do it eventually. There's no way around it. Then again, I I said that about another ship on the sister show, and we all know what happened to that one. McDano. They felt like the logical conclusion, and, well, we all know what happened. I'm not getting into that again. I mean, then again, there's the other side that felt like the ending was the logical conclusion, but I personally feel like, yo, you guys were cheated about out of, you know, your happy ending as much as we were about out of ours. So we all lost. I mean, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, there's always going to be people who like, yeah, don't support a decision. I mean, yeah, but or don't, the they don't like the way that it went, so... Yeah, but here's the mm-hmm. thing. I would have been fine if the other, you know, if the other shippers had gotten a really good happy ending for them, as much as I don't ship. If the other part gets a good happy ending, I was like, it's okay. Fine. But then there's, like, endings where it's just like, yeah, so it's just over and nobody got what they really were were watching this for again the hundred is a wonderful example of that um there was a lot of people who watched the show for a, a specific ship and i watched it for a specific other ship one half of my ship got killed and the other half of uh, one half of the other ship got killed and they appeared in the finale but they weren't the same character it was just the same actor and i'm just like so basically, nobody got what they wanted. Thank you. No, nobody can be really happy about this because, well, yeah, it's over now. So, yeah, there's that. Like, there's the fandom was very divided. In the end, nobody got got any sort of happy re- resolution. Same with Five Oaths. It ended and. They rode into the sunset together, but, like, that's it. That's legitimately it, what happened. No, oh, they actually end up being together. No, nothing. I'm like, fine if the other shippers get something, but if nobody gets anything, that's really disappointing, I think. Especially Mm -hmm. if, like, ships are a huge draw for a show. Especially when the writers like actually is. know that. And they do, in Magnum, I find. They, they do. know it's they a do. big part they of the show. Do. I feel like they know that the hardcore fandom is more about the... Is, is 
more there for the ship and the cozy mystery kind of thing. And the casuals are there for the cozy mystery kind of thing, but they're tolerating the ship. They're fine with it. Yeah. And then there's showrunners that know and are just like, Isaac, I'm doing what I want. Because I'm the god in this universe. (laughs) That's how to become unpopular with your viewers. That's how to never have a show again because the set showrunner doesn't have a show at the moment. Currently not. Yeah. And then there's also the fact that they openly bullied fans, so <laughs> there's that. That all usually doesn't speak for you either. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't bode well. What else do we want? Let's go back to the show, fully. Let me check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see um, Rick and TC uh, sort of maybe teasing Magnum a little bit about missing Higgy. Yes, you know? please. Yeah. Be like, oh, like, you know Higgy used to do this for you and you, you know, like, how are you going to do that? And he'll be like, I got this. You know, and they could just tease him about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I th- I have a feeling we'll see that. Oh, yes. Capacity. That yeah. would be really weird if we didn't see it, because they kind of take every second to tease Magnum anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, like, Higgy's back and they're just, like, doing it in front of her, being like, you really struggled with that while she was gone. Da-da-da. <laughs> It'd be really funny. Yeah. I really want TC to have a love interest. I know he really deserves it. Yeah, I love him. He's such like he's such a teddy bear. Yeah, I think he's everybody so says it. Everybody yeah. thinks it. TC is a huge teddy bear. Yeah, one that everybody can kill you. He deserves love. He's a huge teddy bear. He's so cute. Yeah, he's mm. lovely. He everybody deserves love. Him to be their friend, I think. Having TC as a friend will be nice. I want Susie back, but I think that might be a little bit on the unrealistic side this season for obvious reasons. Probably so, yeah. (laughs) See, that's another storyline that will probably never end up getting resolved. Like, she'll just disappear from the show and we'll never know what happened to her. Oh, she yeah. might she be was, like, back. such a big part of La Mariana. She might be back when baby boy number two is old enough for her to work. Mm, maybe. They could also maybe have her, like, you know, behind the bar and yeah. hide the belly yeah. <laughs> for they a could. little bit, That's for a couple true. scenes. They could. Very true. Right, because if they if they keep her like behind the bar and that's like all the scenes that yeah, she does, they don't. Like, they I'm don't just thinking about like it. Mariska Hargate who worked till she was like seven or eight months pregnant on Law and Order, and like nobody yeah. knew because she just had like all these files in front of her the whole time. Yeah, or, like, yeah, she was the, standing the, behind a desk or the usual thing. Yeah, you know, so they could do that with Susie. Hide the baby. They could do it with that too, for sure. Things. And the bar is so easy to do that with. Yeah, and, and it, it, it makes sense for a storyline too. Exactly. So, highly possible that that will happen. So maybe we will see Susie. 
Maybe, or maybe they'll just be like, you rest, because you already broke your foot or leg. Oh, yeah, she's broke her foot too, forever. <laughs> There's that. And then they have two of these little cute things at home. Yep. Things, I just called them things, boys. Call them boys, because they're boys. Cute little baby boys. Yeah, and Bear's really adorable. He really is. Thank you. Yeah. I want Ivan back, by the way. Yes. So two reasons. A, I need a big bad. Thank you. And B, I really like Peter Fascinelli, so please, thank you. I hope they didn't forget about him, too. How could they? Yeah, his storyline is so not complete. Like, the Ivan storyline, to me, is so complete. I just hope that they don't go the route of the original, because Ivan was in the original as well, um, and he was only in one episode. And the episode literally ended with uh, with Tom Selleck and uh, the guy who played Ivan. I don't even know his name. And they're on the beach, and... Magnum at the time has like the gun pointed at Ivan and Ivan's like you won't do it Magnum you can't kill me and then he's like goodbye Thomas and he starts walking away and then Magnum goes hey Ivan did you see the sunrise and he goes yes I did and then he just takes the shot and that's where the episode ends like it just freeze frames like right (laughs) as he takes the shot so we don't know if he Uh... actually shot him or not so I really yeah. hope that they don't do that, where it's just like, we have no idea what happens to Ivan. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, with our Magnum, no chance that he's outright shooting him. No, obviously not. Like, cold blood, point blank shot, no chance. Maybe in a shootout. Yeah. And that was the thing with the original, too. Like, people were like, there's no way that Thomas Magnum would kill somebody in cold blood like that. Or like they did with Five O, where they, you know, had this hand-to-hand wrestle thing between Wolfat and Steve, and then, you know, it was legitimately this: if I don't kill you, you're gonna kill me. Self-defense yeah. type of thing. But yeah, we won a big bet. Thank you. Doesn't even necessarily have to yeah. be Ivan. Just. Give us some overarching bad guy. One where they actually can actually do damage. And doesn't doesn't disappear mid-season without a trace. Yeah. No, they Mm. need to do it right. (laughs) (laughs) At least let them drive the car next time. (laughs) That's all we're asking for. (laughs) Next time, get yourself another white van and let them drive that car. It's really not that hard. (laughs) Give us a double kidnapping. Give Magnum and Higgins kidnapped together and forced to like. Yeah. Let's go. Leverage them against each other. That would be that would be be really interesting. I think that would be an episode that they can just really save money on a lot of locations on because they can focus (laughs) on both of them so much. Get a soundstage. Save a little bit of money on location. 
get us the badass view for another episode. And that's like what I want. Another thing that I want for season four. Can we please go to another island? Like legitimately go to another island, not just pretend. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be fun. Big Island, for example. I think we've been with Fiverr. We've been to Maui a couple of times. And if I'm not wrong, we've been to Kauai once or twice. But, like, let's please go to Big Island. To Hawaii. And Mm. there's these huge lava fields. Like, that would be so amazing to to have a scene in the lava fields. Oh, my God. I'm I'm, I'm picturing... On the black beach on Maui like one of these iconic places on the other island I'm just picturing a very angsty Miggy scene involving a kidnapping uh, where (sighs) the big bad has Higgy like at the edge of the cliff and is like gonna like throw her off oh yes Yes, like do the hot water the lava Ooh, that would be so nice. It's where my dark brain goes because I like you know. dark brain. It matches <laughs> mine. <laughs> I can picture. I can probably give you a thousand very very dark, Miggy kidnapping torture scenes. The amount of times yeah. I've read some ideas from you f- at 4 a.m. my time. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. You definitely can. It's like, you're getting up and I'm going to bed and that's yeah. the conversation we're having. Yeah. Yeah, angsty or fluffy or weird, screamy. <laughs> weird shit happens at 4 a.m. Either way around, weird shit happens at 4 a.m. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I really want to see? What place I really want to see on Oahu? We know that Robin's Nest is really close to... Oh, good good lord. I forgot the name. Oh, not Kailua. Kualoa Ranch. It's really close to Mm. Kualoa. Uh, but we haven't really been on Kualoa Ranch, haven't really seen these iconic places, and why not give us these places? And they could even be like, hey, they filmed Jurassic Park here. Yeah, they filmed so many things there that they could easily work it into the script somehow. Yeah. So, um... I think, I think we should cut this here. There's a lot more that we can talk about. And... We covered a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, and we'll probably talk about it more as the... As our season. And as their season progresses. Because we're sticking around. Um, Yeah, and... We'll soon have the first pictures, I think, and the first spoilers, and you'll hear about those here. You'll see about those on Instagram with a few of few of the awesome fan pages that, that are out there on Twitter, naturally, where also awesome fan pages are. So, stick around, stick with us, and 
We're really excited for season four, as you can yes, tell. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, guys. This was a fun one. Love Any to talk about time. theories. Anytime. So, yeah. See you again, hopefully, very soon. I'll see you next time anyway, because you're around. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll probably talk again at 4 a.m. this night or something. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, um... Thank you guys for being around. As usual, you can see it. You'll find us on social media on the Magnum PI podcast and on YouTube and Spotify. You've probably chosen one of these ways to listen to this anyway. So yeah, if you want to be on here, come join us. Come tell us because we can't read your minds, even though we want to sometimes. So bye-bye for bye. today. Thank you. Bye.